Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And this is a holiday episode. Christmas-themed. Christmas-themed, indeed. We're decorated here at... Christmas-themed holiday undertones. Mm-hmm. Holiday overtones. Yeah. We've got our Hanukkah bush. Uh, we've got our, our Kwanzaa chandelier. That's right. We've got our Christmas tree. We have Christmas tree. We have lights. Mm-hmm. We have lice. Baba Ganoush. We got a little bit of the Baba Ganoush. We've got um, a metronome. Mm-hmm. We've got we got everything. We got gifts. It's we've, festive around here. We've got thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got prayers. Yeah, prayers and praises. Praise him. Uh, we've got, uh, yeah him. Yeah, praise him. We have a uh, praise also her, got... but it's not respected. We also have praisins. Which are mm-hmm. tiny, uh, blessed raisins. Yeah, prune raisins. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, craisins. Which are cranberries. Cranberry mm-hmm. raisins. Yeah, they're crazy, too. No, very crazy. Tart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little tart. A little tart. So we're comedians who live and work in Hollywood, uh, trying to make a living, trying to make that book. Scraping and a scrounging. Scrounging and a hey, Can I eat your dog? <laughs> uh, sir... <laughs> That's a piece of poop. Can't, I can't eat your dog. No, it's on the leash. Oh, God. You and your California laws. <laughs> Going back to Nebraska. 
Well, how are you going to make it, sir? Broadway. Uh, and we love professional wrestling. We can't get enough of it. So much so, we have flyers right in front of us that say, previous guests on the show, I'm looking at it right now, John Morrison, Tommy Dreamer, Heath Slater, Scorpio Sky, J.J. Dillon, and Eric Watts. Believe uh, it. Scott, where could a person subscribe for free? Where they already haven't? Well, on iTunes, of course. Indeed. And you could go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com and listen to those and all sorts of great stuff. Yeah, we'll get to some plugs later, but... uh. Right Ladies now. and gents, that's called the cold open. How, how do you do? How do you do? Welcome to the podcast. No script inside of the biz, curtain drawn back, yeah. our dicks are out. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Because we're airing them off. We've been painting them all day. Speaking of painting and uh, airing, um, Randy Orton is a tapestry of champion. Yeah. He is painting a story with two belts. Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's called now, by the way? Well, the Unified Championship? Yes. Do you know what's do you know what it's referred to as? The Unicha. Ooh, good. Not quite. It is called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Which means it's the World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Championship. Wait, what about the unified part? That's they don't they just it's happened. It's been unified. They don't need to use that word no more. Whoa. So it's the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. So, so that's still... the World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Championship. Uh so they've still got two belts. What's the other one? It's double the world. Yeah, but I think it's triple the world if you still if you were like, Well, why does he carry two belts? Well one of the belts also happens to be the WWE blah 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 blah. Wait, what do you mean by it's then? Sorry, I, I ate a duck and it's trying to escape. You shut up, shut up! <laughs> Damn you, Gilbert Gottfried! You're not the voice anymore. No, he's not. Um, so what do you mean by a third world? Then? Okay, so what are the two belts that have been unified? The two belts are the WWE Championship, the World Wrestling Entertainment Championship. Yes, that's correct. And the World Heavyweight Championship. So the World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Championship. Mm-hmm. Those are three worlds. Where do you get the third world from? The WWE Championship. Yes. The w World Wrestling Entertainment Championship. Yes. That's one. Yes. And the World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Championship. Those are two right there. No, but the other belt is called the World Heavyweight Championship. It's, it's not the WWE World no. Championship? No, because it was it represented the... Well, the, then it's just called the World Championship. Then it's... The title now? Oh, I assure you, sir, it is called the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. All right, all right, fair enough. But previously, just referred to as the World Heavyweight Championship, no okay. WWE in front, because the one had its one brand, and then the other one was like the NWA Old Territory uh, one. Mm -hmm. So that's what that one was called. All right. So, yeah, it's everybody's up to speed now. We know that there's a champion. Yeah. There are uh, two. They too. There's just one. I are they gonna meld these two belts together, Scott? I hope so. I hope they put them in a in a big melting pot and smelt them. Yeah, I hope they smelt the shit out of them. Smelt the hell out of it. Smelt smelt that shit up. Whoever smelt it, then cast it. Yeah, they they cast that smelt. Whoever cast it, then hammered it, and then they blacksmith it, and they smithed. Yeah, people love new things now. They should really uh. They, they should realize after making the last new world title, that's more toys to sell. That's more replica things. It's more stuff than the action figures to put in there. Mm -hmm. Make another one. Make a third belt. Yeah, 
Yeah, the belt. Yeah, the big one. Mm-hmm. This one should be huge. But make sure The Rock approves it. You yeah. know, make sure that The Rock designs the side panels. Yeah, because I don't want the I don't want The Rock to not come back again. Yeah, he's electrifying that man. Most paid, uh, highest grossing actor in uh, 2013. Most paid and highest grossing. Mm, probably highest grossing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Hanks is making too many dramas. Uh, they're called drum actions. Oh, right. Like the movie where Chris Rock kidnaps him. Kidnaps. That's Tim Robbins, and that's what that was in that. Oh, Martin Lawrence? Captain Phillips. Chris Rock takes Tom Hanks, and he kidnaps him. Oh no, you're thinking of a Somalian gentleman. Yeah, Chris Rock's really good. Yeah, he's he's, he, he's diversatile. He disappears into those roles. In fact, not even being close to set. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, because Chris Rock leaves once he leaves his car. Like, I thought Chris you were. Chris Rock stays in the car, small and pirate then, yeah, enters. When when do you stop prepping? When I close the car door. Mm-hmm. Just, when, do you, when do you stop prepping? When the curtain goes up. Yeah, if he wants to be a Daniel Day-Lewis, that's what you do. I thought you were mistaking uh, Tim Robbins for uh, Tom Hanks and um, Chris Rock for Martin Lawrence in Nothing to Lose. Oh, no. <laughs> that movie needs a sequel. Yes, it does. So. Too much to lose. <laughs> please stop losing. Yeah. Randy Orton is now the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. I know we talk to Randy Orton a fair amount these days, but we have to. He's the guy. Do we have to? He's the face. He's Do the guy. He said some super controversial on Raw. All right. He told the whole WWE universe to bend over and kiss his ass. Well, should he's, I give him a call? He's not even going to do any of the work. Yeah, they bend over. Yeah. He's going to stand up tall. Children also have to bend over. Yeah. I don't understand how that's going to work. I'm sure he just clenches. Oh, all right. Well, he's here. Is he here? He's here. Oh, I was going to call him. That'd this, be is a hol- this is a holiday-themed episode. Not everybody. We have something special planned next week, so I told everybody, like, hey, open-door policy is shut. All right. We've got one in the can, and I'll get to that at the end of the show. I'll t- we're doing a special Gets Jerked. All right. So, yeah, he's here. Everybody that wanted to be here wanted to get here now. Guys. Oh, it's Randy Orton, the World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Champion. That's right, Scott Narver and Steve Sears. I'm here, and I think you'll notice a few things are a little bit different right now. Yeah, you have two championship belts. Yep. They don't need to kill these pants up because I'm not wearing any. That's right. Trunks and t-shirt. Yeah, you still do that. You still wear the trunks and t-shirt, which make it really uncomfortable to watch your promos. Is it all right if I get baby oil all over this couch? Baby eye oil? <laughs> baby oil. You can use it for baby's eyes, I guess, when they're done kissing my ass. Why would you make a baby kiss your ass, Randy Orton? You're such a heel. I'm such a heel. Maybe if that baby had a diaper bag, I could take care of the shit in there without the diapers. Take care of it. I'm going to shit in a baby's diaper bag. You're going to shit in a baby's diaper bag where all the fresh diapers are? Yeah, contaminating the well source. (laughs) God, Randy, you are just an evil, evil guy. I hope someone beats you for that. World Wrestling Entertainment World Heavyweight Championship. Nobody's going to beat me. I'm the face of the company. W-W-W-E universe. You added an extra W. Yeah, it's for world. 
You added another world? That's what's going around these days. Ah, uh, too many worlds. Yeah, maybe you've noticed I'm also talking just a little bit faster. John Cena gave you some guff about that at the beginning of Raw, that he says you're slow and boring, and now you seem to be speeding up to compensate. Maybe, maybe it's to completely press up the fact that my moveset's so incredibly limited. You're, you're, you're calling out your own moveset being limited? Yeah, I'm talking fast and loose. I'm a real heel now. So you're not even considering what you're saying. No, I should kiss my own ass. <laughs> what? You want to kiss your own ass? No, I should kiss my own ass. You should kiss your own ass. Yeah. Because you're part of the WWE universe? That's right. I'm the face of this company. And the face has my ass on it because I'm kissing my own ass. Randy, it looks like on the WWE Championship, you've replaced the belts with Vipers, the little side panels, and put pictures of your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> those look like Polaroids, which I didn't think they'd make it anymore, but I'm you going gotta to order guess. Those, special. Those are, those are sandwiches. Those are sandwiches? I like putting sandwiches next to each other, making them look like butts. <laughs> that way, when I kiss them, it's delicious. Randy, were you listening to the PA when we did our special Cats Jerked episode? To you make mean the, a... <laughs> the episode you're releasing next week? Yes, the episode we're releasing next week. Some sandwiches are butts, and some butts are sandwiches. Well, it was a faux pas of my words, and I feel like you are making a real ass out of my sandwich, Randy Orton. Hashtag sandwich ass. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you are such a heel. You are such a bad guy. Wait wait till I kiss Stephanie McMahon on the sandwich. <laughs> oh, well, Triple H isn't going to like that. No, well, you can get his sandwich in front of my sandwich, and sometimes we'll <laughs> pass a baguette between our two sandwiches. <laughs> that is so creepy and weird. Randy Orton, I have to ask you, with all this sandwich <laughs> kissing that you're doing, you're clearly going to get yourself in a lot of trouble, and you're going to have a, a slew of opponents that are going to want to face you at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, mm. when I'm president. What? Kissing sandwiches and shaking babies. <laughs> who who do you want to face at WrestleMania 30? Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan? Why? Acclaim. Uh, to bring back the failed video game studio, Acclaim? Among other things, but critical acclaim. Oh, critical acclaim. Okay. Uh, I don't want to face anybody. Nobody can measure up to Randy Orton. Look how tall I am. Look how buff I am. I'm tall. Look how wide my face is. Yeah, your face is pretty wide. Isn't it? It is, yeah. Count the pores. 36. Yeah. Yeah. 18 and 18, equally split. They're like giant freckle holes. (laughs) They are like giant freckle holes. So you think Hulk Hulk Hogan's past his prime. Don't you want to fight somebody who's who's potentially in their prime to have a a match of the year? I don't know. WrestleMania? Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. You think he can beat Brock Lesnar? I know I can beat Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman said he was mentioning your name to Brock Lesnar recently on Twitter. Really? Mm-hmm. What did Brock Lesnar say? Did he, did he say anything? Uh, I would guess it was a series of grunts, and uh, he just shrugged you off like you're nothing. Really? That's what I would get. I mean, I, I didn't check. I didn't uh, do any research on this. That sandwich hole thinks he can get away with that? You just called him a sandwich hole? Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, because of the PG era, which translates to you're calling him an asshole. I'm calling him a sandwich hole. <laughs> well. Which is also what I call my mouth. But that's only when I'm talking about eating real sandwiches and not butts. Well. Get with the program, Scott. I will try. In my own mixture of words, I will try. But, Randy, we want to say thank you and Merry Christmas to you. 
Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. I'm not sure what you're celebrating this year. Uh, I'm going to be celebrating RKOing Santa because I'm the legend killer. Oh, don't RKO Santa. Yeah, we're Sonica Harry. Got something for him. A big old punt. Oh, that's a John Levitt's character. Isn't it? <laughs> it is, yes. Uh, well, look. Nobody's getting socks this year. Well, Merry Christmas. We got you a bag that you can poop in, and we got you a sandwich for your sandwich hole. All right. Mazel tov. Mazel tov. I didn't know Randy Orton is Jewish. You know, so I'm not Jewish, but I say mazel tov sometimes. Do you? Yeah. In what occasion? Mostly weddings. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, another reason to celebrate this year, TNA had another Feast or Fired match. Whoa. A match that always confuses me. Feast or Fired. Now, that means they have to eat as much food as on the table or they get fired? <laughs> I wish. That'd or be... set on fire. Yes, they get set on fire if they don't eat enough food. Mm-hmm. Um, no, this match is there are four poles and each side of, of, of each turnbuckle, of each uh, uh, ring post. Um, and uh, there are four briefcases hanging above. So, and they're all uh, labeled uh, one, two, three, and four, respectively. And then a bunch of wrestlers then try and get one of these briefcases. And inside of each briefcase is a world title shot, a X division title shot, a tag team title shot, or you're fired. What? That doesn't sound great at all. It's very odd that they want to have something where someone can get fired. Yeah, the first three are great ideas. The third one, it's like, oh, by the way, there's a live snake in there that has venom. Yeah. it's Or it, a venomous snake. <laughs> a live snake that has venom. Mm-hmm. It's it's captured Spider-Man's biggest Arch foe. Nemesis, yes. Venom. Venom. He's in there. It's a plush doll. Yeah. But the snake is scary. Yeah, the snake is very scary. Yeah, so... It makes a little bit more sense now that Dixie Carter's bad. So then you go, oh, all right. Well, sure. She'd want a lot of guys fired firing then. line. Yeah. Getting up the old firing line. So it makes a little bit more sense, but it's still just odd. Yeah. And I looked, uh, I tried to remind myself of who won these cases, but uh, this episode will be out by the time that the episode aired of who got what in the cases. Do you want me to tell you who got what? Okay. Because they were revealing that for this Thursday. Really? Yes. But we're recording on a Wednesday. So case one had a world title shot. Gunner got that case. Nice. He crotched James Storm, his tag team partner, for it. What? Mm-hmm. So they've been fighting lately, but only because Gunner's so empathetic for Gunner. Oh. No, for James Storm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you can't handle it, man. Case two, Zima Ion. X Division title shot. How fortunate is that? He's a smaller, more agile guy. Interesting. Interesting mm-hmm. that it works out that way. It is interesting. And for him, familiar territory. Case number four, Chavo Guerrero, tag team title shot. He's got a tag team partner, wouldn't you know? Who? Hernandez. Oh. <laughs> How they are forgotten. Case number three contained a pink slip. You're fired. Who do you think got that case, Steve? Joseph Park? Nope. Uh, oh, Shannon Moore. Exactly. Ethan Carter III. Ugh. What is wrong with those guys? <laughs> Wait a minute, but Ethan Carter III, he's... He's a Carter. He's a Carter. Mm-hmm. Sting goaded him into being in that match. Did he? You really want to prove yourself, you get in that match, you prove yourself. Well, shit. God damn. He's getting fired. 
So that should be interesting. To uh, they're that probably going to rehire him as a wrestling consultant or something. Ooh, yeah. Storyline. Or hire him as Abyss. Ooh, yeah, that would be great. A big, <laughs> handsome, a very handsome Abyss. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I like that. Uh, Ethan Carter III looks like he had some sort of surgery. Where? In the face somewhere? No, in the stomach. Oh, okay. How so? Like somebody had to get into his tum to work on his tum-tum. Like, uh... He's got, like, a scar from his belly button up to his sternum. Really? Yeah. I've never noticed. They don't They do not do it a lot on the hard camera. Like, they don't showcase they don't show that part? Mm-hmm. Well, I think he's very interesting. I love the entrance music that he's got. Um, a lot of the posing and, you know, the, the way that they film him. He sounds like around. a... He seems like a rich asshole. I think that's a great thing to have in wrestling. But he... There's something a little off about him. Like, the way he talks and the way... Just kind of carries himself. If you watch oh, him, you're in love with him. Is that what it is? It could be. Or a he's a. I find very unique things about him that just make me think about him all day long. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what he is? He's a vampire, and he seduced you, Scott. That's why you never see him during the day. Oh my gosh! And that's why I work at night, yeah. and I don't come out during the day. Yeah. Speaking of vampires, uh, has that American Psycho character? premiered yet the one who's going out with uh christy hemi oh not really like they show little vignettes mr pencil or whatever his name is yeah i don't know what his name is i'm very confused by that I apparently how do you had, know about that i watched that clip that's what you saw yeah, i remember seeing the clip where he's like christy hemi's interviewing him and then the cameras don't turn off and then he's like would you like to go on a date sometime and she's like yeah yeah i think i like that and then he's obviously very meticulous with his things oh very meticulous Oddly so, mm-hmm. and uh, then they went on a date at a at at a bar or a restaurant or whatever it was, and then she went to go to the bathroom, and then he grabbed the waiter and says, "Stop looking at my girl," and threatened to. Oh, he threatened to kill him. Oh, that's always good in wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's one of that's the, that's one of the golden lines that's never worth crossing. Yeah, the murder line. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna beat you to death. I want you dead, dead to death. Whoa. Uh... I will crucify you. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was very odd. Yeah, that's whenever that limit is gets hit, it's like, hey, uh, I guess there's something about saying that there's uh, ending careers is one thing, but as soon as you bring fatality in it because it's so tiptoed around, it's it just is very strange. Anything mm-hmm. re- anything wrestling death death related wrestling related is like, bah. yeah, because you can't go back from it. No. You can beat guys up all you want and then come back, but can't kick out yeah once you start saying you're gonna kill them oh come on you all work together yeah gotta stop this so tna's got some interesting stuff going on i really hope they pick it up because the last few weeks have been a little bit weird how was the aces and eights funeral that was funny yeah that was really really funny there were some really great moments my favorite i posted on our facebook a while back i might post it again just because i liked it so much my favorite moment was i think ken anderson was starting the proceedings and uh, Samoa Joe was there, Magnus, um, I think Sting, a couple other guys, uh, Tene, and Eric Young was sitting in the pew with uh, Tene and Eric Young. If you guys aren't watching Eric Young, you just need to watch every single clip this guy's in. He's gold. Uh, he's crying, just head down. In it. <laughs> and then uh, Tene says, why are you crying? And Eric Young goes, I don't know. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. He's great. Samoa Joe uh, was celebrating and was um, they were putting stuff in the casket for the Aces and Eights. And he was going to put in their beers mm-hmm. that he swiped from their locker room. 
And then he goes, ah, better not uh, let these go to waste and started handing them out to guys. And he goes, Kurt. No, uh, maybe better not. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah, it was it was one of those segments where it really doesn't feel scripted, and mm-hmm. it was it was really good. And uh, there was how even, did Kurt Angle respond to not getting that beer? He laughed. Okay, good. Yeah, he had a good sense of humor about it, so it was fun. It, it felt I mean, better than him like swiping at it, the beer like a wounded animal. Dude, no, not cool. Ankle lock, <laughs> you fat piece of shit. Um, so that was that was fun. It was it was an enjoyable segment. And Bully Ray has reinvented himself seemingly already. He had this big Wait, wait, let me guess. Uh, is he like some sort of quasi like neo hillbilly wearing like military gear but also kind of being like with a stutter? <laughs> oh, man, that would be perfect for him. Wouldn't that be great? But I would say he would need to gain a bunch of weight to pull that off. Really change your image, you know? Yeah, we're going to fatten it up. And you know what? Uh, you can't do it alone. You're going to need a, a brother. Yeah. But not from the same mother. But a brother of another mother. Yeah. And maybe a whole family. Yeah. Especially one that holds signs. Mm-hmm. That would be the ticket. What's his new vibe? His new vibe is these uh, dark scriptures and poetic ver- verses. I don't know how to describe it. It's probably from something. I can't imagine he wrote that entire oh, thing Oh, almost like a, like, a, like a cowboy prophet? Yeah, kind of like yeah. that. I can see that. The, the dark minister route. Yeah, it's but still a thug. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll try and see if I can find that clip too, because that was that was really dark when he he beat the hell out of Anderson and then said the whole thing hovering over him. It was kind of cool. Uh, so who knows? Th- who like who could have thought that he would like he could get so rich as a character, like yeah. going from sort of being like the Dudleys and then being the Dudleys sort of in TNA and then becoming this sort of badass and then becoming Bully Ray. I think it's been very interesting to watch. And then the biker bully Ray is awesome. Yeah, it's just a shame that it's still in this overall very tame wrestling era. Mm-hmm. Because if this character was in the Attitude Era, holy crap, you'd be tuning in every week. Yeah, you'd n- not miss what he's going to say. Vicious, I like he's vicious now, but I feel like the sense of like of real viciousness in that Attitude Era. Like it's funny that we always go back to that era, sort of being like, oh man, had it been there, it would have been up to eleven. But yeah. it's true, isn't it? Had corporate Kane been an attitude era, holy oh, shit, God. bro. Oh, yeah. There would have been vests and bow ties. Corporate Kane ministry. Oh, is he right? I think he's right. But we might not see another character for quite some time. AJ Styles has apparently officially left TNA, according to all TNA sources. So only from TNA channels they're saying he's left? I don't know. I'm so confused. I mentioned this last oh. week. I'm I'm bought. I'm sold. I, I don't understand what's going on. But yet he has the world title. Maybe maybe it's like a promo tour or something, Scott. Maybe he hasn't left for good. Maybe. I don't. Oh, I got to I gotta, I gotta bail for a little bit. I gotta, oh. I, there's somebody in the lobby. I don't know. Oh, do you smell that cologne? What is, what is that? Fire, fire, okay, all right, hello. Oh, wait. Greetings, salutations. Serge Carter, Dixie mm-hmm. Carter's husband. Serge Carter, Salinas, whatever you want to call me. Either way, it's all fine, it's all good, it's all gravy. Happy holidays to you and yours. <laughs> Happy holidays to you, Mr. Carter. Well, Scott Narver's not here again when I pop in. Mm-hmm. No, he's uh, he still had... uh, being philanderous with my wife. No, he just had Dixie a... Carter. He had a business call, I think, to attend to. Well, good. I hope it's not with my wife because we are happily married. Yes, I. You know what? You certainly are. Uh, 
Uh, so what's going on with TNA? Can you give us any sort of insider information? I understand that I AJ am here to left. broadcast to the world. Our feathers have been ruffled. Our our Carter feathers are just up in a bunch right now. Okay. Yeah, things are uh, upset at the family, and Dixie and I haven't spent any time together because of it. No intimacy at all. She's cut me off. Uh, ordinarily, I don't feel like these things are brought up in a press conference or sort of a press release, especially you saying that your feathers are ruffled. Oh, I'm sexually frustrated right now, I must say. Again, something that does not get brought up in any sort of press release. Blue balls. But, uh... You hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring ding dingling, blue. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna need a full release here pretty soon, I tell you what. Might be floating out of my eyeballs, if you know what I'm saying. I think I, I think you've painted a very vivid picture. Do you need some eggnog? Because I'll just blink a couple times for you. Uh, no, Mr. Carter, I don't think that's necessary. Uh, uh, quick side note, if I can completely change the subject. Oh, you're going to change the subject? You don't find the subject interesting? Uh, that eggnog coming out of my eyes? That's code for semen. Okay, <laughs> yes, Mr. Carter. Uh, speaking of... Um, so we think I'm nervous and hot. Why don't you take off some of your clothes? Uh, no, I'm I'm quite all right. Uh, it, is, it is a little warm. It is a little warm. You it should is... take off some of your clothes. Well, maybe just this sweater. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Oh, did you see Randy Orton out in the lobby? He's yeah. just a statue made of sweat and, and baby oil. Yeah, t-shirt and just long legs, huh? I like him. Yeah, you know what? He's pretty fit. We should sign him <laughs> for the podcast. Oh, yeah, you want to start a podcast together? <laughs> oh, you meant for TNA, Mr. Carter. Yes, I did for TNA wrestling, okay. of course. Okay, okay. I For some reason, I was like, sign him for a podcast. Yeah, we, we should do a podcast together. Uh, Steve and Serge. Th- or Serge and Steve. Mm, yes, yeah, Serge and Steve. <laughs> Mr. Carter. Please. Serge and Steve. Mr. Carter, I well, I'm, I as much as I assume it would be a great podcast mm-hmm. with very incisive commentary. Mm-hmm. It uh, should be a video podcast. Uh, uh, VIP members exclusive only. Tokens, tokens, v- tokens. Did you say VIP, Don? Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Brainstorming. <laughs> Mr. Carter, uh, Ethan Carter III, did he have surgery recently? Oh, yes. He had surgery on his stomach. He had to be pumped. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. That's all I need to hear. That's all you need. Well, then the details stop there. That- we'll save it for our podcast, Surge in Steve. Uh, what are you thinking? Like a 30-minute or a 45-minute episode? I could go as long as you need me to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh I feel like this is really suggestive. I feel like we're not talking about doing a podcast together. Well, we can do whatever you like together as long as we just carve out a Sunday together. <laughs> I've never heard carve out a Sunday before. Let's carve out a Sunday together. It's like a, it's like a crafter day, you know, like a Saturday with crafts. Oh, yeah. We do crafts and services and hobbies and... And have the cheeses as well, the little squares. Uh, you, squ- you you fold the square over and you bite in the middle and then you open it up and you go, Oh, look at that little hole. I wonder I could put through that hole there. wonder what fits in that hole of the craft cheese. Oh, I got you. The, uh, the bite marks on the craft cheese. Mm-hmm. What can we fit in this little hole here? I, I don't know. I don't know, Mr. Carter. Here, look at what <laughs> can we fit in this little hole here. What is that, a cat's head? Mm-hmm. Oh, Mr. Carter, please. Mr. Carter, I'm not going to say what Look, that I'm is. very upset. A.J. Styles has ruffled the feathers of TNA. Well, what's He's the... He's made things terrible. He's left with the championship what's, title. What's the game plan? Are you going to try to do some more high-profile matches? Are you going to try to bring A.J. back? Well, what I'm currently trying to do is audition some more champions. Dixie's having her tournament, but I'm just trying to, you know, just audition some more men to see if they're championship material. Just get in the ring with them and test out their skills. Uh, audition? Yeah, audition, you know, see what they got, you know, the, what kind of steps they do, what kind of, uh, kind of vocal range they have. 
That sounds like a singing and dancing competition. Uh, that sounds like an actual oh, Broadway sorry. audition. I'm sorry. I'll use the correct terminology in the world of professional wrestling. What kind of promos they can cut. Okay. I like to say kind of vocal range they have. All right. Okay. And of course, what kind of dance moves they have. What kind of wrestling moves they're able to do. Here All right. I think I got you. And what kind of ribs they can take. You know, I want to see how far I can go with a rib. You just, just rib them up. Okay. Just rib them. Get in there and rib them. Just, I would. I'm assuming you didn't say any. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about scraping the back of their ribs. I'd, I'd love to scrape. I would love to scrape the back of their ribs. I, see, I, see if they have the warrior spirit of taking it. Uh, fair enough, Mr. Carter. I, I guess. What can you kick out of? Uh, I don't know. Let's blade the hard way. That, that sounds really awful, Mr. Carter. Well, you got to test and see if they're championship material or not. Uh, that's Serge, you're really sweating right now. Can I offer you some cucumber water? Oh, yes, please. Just pour it right on me. Uh, Let me open up my uh, shirt here a little bit. Uh, you All right. You just seem to be pouring cucumber water all over yourself. There we go. All right. Ooh, do you see all the steam? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, look, you've put cucumber slices on your cheeks. They're very rosy. Yes. I'm like a little like a little doll. You can do whatever you want with. Uh, well, Mr. Carter, I... Oh, it's like Toy Story. I'm not alive right now. You can do whatever you want with me. Uh, Mr. Carter... I'm inanimate. Uh, Mr. Carter, thank you for joining us. Uh, big fans of Toy Story here on the podcast. Oh, uh, good. You can just write Andy on my boot. Uh, maybe, maybe I will. Well, <laughs> then I'm all yours. <laughs> uh, I'll tell Scott that you stopped by. Do you want tell to Tell AJ him? Styles I'm very upset. Uh, if I see him, Return I'll the him. championship right away. Okay. Thank you very much thank for you. your time. Uh, tell Scott I don't care for his tactics of trying to go after my wife that I'm happily married to, of oh, course. Absolutely, absolutely. Surgeon Steve. Sir, yes. Oh, uh, don't forget your Japanese moccasins. Oh, th- thank you. I'd like to take them off before I enter a room. I, I couldn't help but notice. Safety first. Safety first, yes. Toodles. <laughs> Bye, Mr. Carter. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. I think Serge Carter might be a vampire because every time I talk to him, I fall in love with him. Oh, he's. I can't can't be around him. No. I am. You would get in big trouble. I tweet with Dixie. Do you? Yeah. Regularly? Oh, yeah. Regularly? Yeah, it's it's turning into a thing. So it is time for jerk tweets. Each week, go to twitter.com and follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. This week, we've got some doozies. First one we've got here is. GT2010 says, okay, question. If you had to watch Suburban Commando naked, what wrestler would you watch it with and why? Why? I feel like in the history of this podcast, we've had like six or seven questions that are always asking us to really skirt the line of homosexuality or like just general like, hey, what level of homophobe are you? And the answer is... Kofi Kingston. I think it'd be really fun to hang out with Kofi Kingston. Just a couple of bros hanging out, having some beers. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I, I almost asked GT2010. Are we in a pool or a sauna or something? Well, this is why I, I almost asked a follow-up question on this, but I figure I'd just leave it to you and me. Are we the only ones naked with the wrestlers? Oh, like in a room full of clothed people? No, I, I just look at it as we're in the room with one wrestler. It's just like you and Kofi Kingston in a room and me and... My pick in a room. Or are we sitting on it? Are, are we both naked? Like, are you and Kofi Kingston naked? Or just you having to be naked? And like, oh, Christopher Lloyd's really great, huh? I assume that it's both of us. Okay. Or is it both of us naked in a room full of clothed wrestlers? Well, I think we only get one wrestler each. I mean, are we both like, 
Are we sitting at a card table in an empty room with a single monitor up in the corner? Yes. We're both in a room. We're both naked at a card table, and there's a monitor in the room. Kofi Kingston, you're on the far left. Kofi Kingston's on your right. And then next to that person, I'm going to go... So they like a movie theater was shutting down. They got a bunch of those movie theater seats. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is what they got. And then uh, who is the rest? I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose. Um, oh, God. Uh, the answer. Is, how did you Oh, come shit. Up? Was I supposed to say AJ? Was no. I supposed to say AJ No, Lee? I was going to go with a guy. Like, oh, should, should I say one? It, oh, God. Should I have said one of the Bellas? <laughs> oh, man. There's so many. Should I said one of the Funkadactyls? Well, let me ask you why you chose Kofi. Oh, it just seems like a cool dude. <laughs> well, then I guess fun to I'll, hang out with. You know, I'll try and pick a cool dude as well. Uh, no, pick somebody who just terrify you. To terrify me? Yeah. Well, then I'd choose Batista. Yeah, you think he'd just terrify you? Oh my God, yes. To just chase you around the room with a towel, slapping your ass. Because his the veins in his arms would be three times the size of my dick. But <laughs> <laughs> I should not have drank water right as you were saying that. No. And it's a good thing Serge wasn't in here when I said that. Seriously. Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in 2014. So Kofi Kingston and Batista. So why? I chose Batista because I want to have a memorable experience watching Suburban Commando and knowing that I could die at any moment. And this is a terrible choice I've made in my life. And it would be nice to know that Kofi Kingston tried to stop Batista from killing both of us. Okay. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I just picked Kofi because he seemed like a fun guy to hang out with. <laughs> uh, S. Cartwright98 said, Who would be a suitable opponent for The Undertaker at WrestleMania 30? That's good. a good question. Yeah, that is a good one. This year, I mean, Brock Lesnar would be a very good pick. No no question about that. Um, I think John Cena would. It's a shame that they didn't happen to have a, a streak for John Cena mm-hmm. at WrestleMania mm-hmm. streak they, versus streak. Yeah. They did it pretty well for a while, but then, uh, it's like 24 something. Like and weird. the Miz. And you lost against the Miz. Oh yeah. Huh? Uh, Daniel Bryan. I'd like to see Daniel Bryan and the undertaker go. Ooh, I like the, way I think that's, thinking. I think he's got the momentum right now in a way that would be very interesting. Hmm. Oh shit. I may have to piggyback off your answer. I like that answer. You know what? I'm going with your answer. I'm going with Daniel Bryan. No fuck you, Steve's here today. Uh, at Johan Benet says, So I said to local indie wrestler Sex Panther, Hey, Curtain Jerk sent me. He told me to fuck off. I think I'm doing it wrong. Uh, are you? This- Seems like every time I say tell Curtain Jerk sent you, uh, sent me. I feel like I'm always told to fuck off. He comments below. <laughs> he said this really happened. Really? So I don't know the indie wrestler Sex Panther, but that was the reaction. And he he demands that we get him on the podcast. So if you guys are aware of Sex Panther or know his Twitter handle or anything like that, you put it out there. We want him on the podcast because he told one of our listeners to fuck off. How about that? And tell him. Curtain Jerk sent you. And then we have uh, wrestling memes. Our good friends wrestling memes, they tweeted out a pic, a uh, wrestling meme with uh, 
It's very interesting. I'll, I'll put it on our Facebook page, and I'll obviously retweet it, of course. Uh, I think it's time to have Bane back on the show. Hmm. He says this because showed a meme, and I, all the memes I see, I assume they're real because they're images that I've seen from television. So he's clearly just putting captions over these things of real images that I've seen. Yes. So this must exist. It's footage from The Dark Knight Rises, but it's clearly some sort of alternate take because on the plane, when the guy's questioning who, who Bane is and why does he wear this mask, and they remove the outer cloth mask, it's Sin Cara. Oh. It's not Bane. It's Sin Cara. So I think we should have Bane here. All right. Uh, should we give him a call? I I know he's probably uh, in San Pesadero. Is that where? He, is that I the prison? So, yeah. San Pesadero. Yeah, he, he tends to go back there a lot. He did, yeah, he, that's where his mercenaries hang he's out. He's a criminal. Yeah, and yeah, because he was born in a prison. A lot of people don't know that, and it wasn't in India. It was in Latin America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And venom. Yeah, don't fucking just rule out venom. It's there for a reason. Yeah, he doesn't just work out a lot. He's fucking venom. Yeah, he has a briefcase with a snake in it and his supply of venom. Yeah. All right. So all right. Yeah, I think we should call him because I invited him here, but he he sent back a telegram saying he was in prison. So. All right, I'm calling him right now. Uh, Hello. Hello. Who is the one that calls me? Uh, Bane. This is Steve Sears and Scott Narver from Curtain Jerks. I'm sorry, uh, Bane. I'm having a lot of trouble hearing you. You sound like that six-minute IMAX preview that came out before Dark Knight Rises when the sound oh, called. Well, when everyone was complaining about what it is that I was saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm having a trouble understanding you. Well, then perhaps something's wrong with your audio. It could be possible, but it does sound very similar to that six-minute IMAX preview. Well, you've also called me from far away. That's that's true. Are you far away from the phone? I am far away from the phone. It's a speakerphone. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, what was I going to ask? Oh, uh, are you Sin Cara? Yes, I uh, am Sin Cara. Gotcha, but you seem like such a tactical fighter that I'm surprised that you would make so many mistakes in your matches. Well, it's just a, really to lure out Batman. Oh, so I guess you could say it's theatrics. It is theatrics. You were merely born in the dark. I am... <laughs> Intercourse in the dark. <laughs> because it's a prison. That's the only way to have intercourse. It's a very dark prison. That's right. So theatrics are very dangerous for the uninitiated. Theatrics are dangerous when having intercourse. Very much so. Um, Hey, sorry about how you couldn't blow up Gotham. It was a tragedy. Yeah, it got rotten to the core. Really sorry you couldn't get that done. You I'm know? very pleased, though. I've managed to... Kidnap the child who had such a beautiful voice. Oh, the singer. Yes. Are you training him in the League of Shadows? I am training him in the League of Shadows. Were you mocking me? What? Were you mocking me right there? The League of Shadows. Yes. That seems like pure mockery. Uh, it, well, where where are you working these days? I have the child here. His name is Kyle McGrath. Are you training him in... Uh, I am the... training this young Kyle McGrath to have a beautiful voice and to, to be my Robin. Is he in the League? Yes. Of shadows. <laughs> um, he wears a luchador mask. Oh, does he? Yes. Just like you. Well, yes. We are luchadors together. Oh, well, um, 
You did some. You actually did a couple of wrestling moves in the movie, did you not? I did some very impressive moves, many of which were cut from the film. Now, what was one of your favorite wrestling moves that was cut from Dark Knight Rises? One of my favorite wrestling moves that was cut from the film was a DDT. That would be very cool, especially on concrete. Yes, I did it on the concrete. There was a mat on the ground, and I looked all around to all the Gothamites, and I said, Oh, be prepared for something dangerous. And then I started to remove the mat, but then I was back body dropped upon it by Batman. Oh. Unexpectedly to my demise. Gotcha. So everyone thought you were going to pull the mat back, but you got interrupted. Yes, and then Pope D'Angelo De Niro came out from nowhere, distracted me. You know, he did not distract me. I feel like I never I gave saw him. him a clothesline from hell. Where was he in the movie? He was cut from the film when I gave him a clothesline from hell. Yeah, too much for him, huh? Too much for him. Well, know? well. And then I gave an F5 to Catwoman. That I can imagine. You've got the, the physique for that. Yes, I do. Um, and then I gave a Hurricane Rana to James Gordon. I would like to see that. Uh, speaking of which, uh, is there any chance we might see you in the ring soon? Yes, I plan once I break free from this prison that I will be debuting at WrestleMania 30. Oh, who's your opponent? My opponent will be The Undertaker. Oh, you know what? I'd love to see Bane versus The Undertaker. Yes, Bane versus The Undertaker with Cal McGrath in my corner. That'd be a wonderful. lovely, lovely boy. Uh, you know what? Uh, well, thank you for talking to us, Bane. I'm really appreciate appreciate it uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to kyle mcgrath and yes. uh uh you know what i hope that you uh, escape that prison soon but don't hurt anybody while you do it well <laughs> let's turn out the lights and have some intercourse well, all right uh i'll well we'll keep our lights on thank you very much thank Goodbye. you Bane. Ooh, insightful very insightful i hope there's a fourth batman movie <laughs> yeah where he just gets up and like ah ah and then pulls the metal plate out that was his uh his armor yeah yeah where he didn't get shot uh speaking of which are you excited for batman versus superman yes i wish i knew something about it that's the gold great part it's all intrigue that is very intriguing i'll say this about it because a lot of people are up in arms about it i think what's a cool idea is that so many people complain that superman let so many people die mm -hmm. they're all upset that you know when metropolis and all the chaos is happening that's a reason for Batman to be pissed at him. Absolutely. Is that he didn't protect, like, you brought more danger, and now he's pissed. You're recognizing Superman as a super threat. Yes. I think that plays in very well. Mm -hmm. That people are like, oh, so stupid. Why would you let that happen? Because he was trying to take care of the threat. Almost like uh, that's a real-world Superman where he can't go around flying and scooping people up from, you know, falling buildings and this yeah. and that. Like, I think it's a lot like General Thunderbolt Ross uh, versus the Hulk. Like, he's this military guy who keeps hiring robots and weird creatures to fight the Hulk mm -hmm. because he, the Hulk is a menace. Right. I like this idea. Yeah. Very interesting. You know, in, in closing today, I was very reluctant about doing this. Steve doesn't know that I, I was going to do this, but I really I wanted to make amends since it is the holiday season. <sighs> Make-A-Wish Charlie's here, and it's, you know, it's Christmas time, and I, I just wanted to— to do something nice for Make a Wish Charlie, Scott. I I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. Are you sure? Like, there are no tricks for our listeners at home that may be new to the podcast. Make a Wish Charlie is a Make a Wish child who's a guest of the podcast. They frequently. do not have it easy. You know, they have a tough time, and sometimes they just want to see a wrestler or be involved with wrestling. Yeah. And making fun of them is just like the really the lowest common denominator. And I don't ever want to make fun of them. I have problems with him because he wants to be a wrestler but he just is getting by on his body and he doesn't have the wrestling knowledge 
And to be honest, see, I don't even want to say this. I think he's been, I think he's been milking this for quite some time now. I think it's been almost a year. We've been make a wish Charlie and he's just really running this thing out. You know, well, it's better to be make a wish Charlie than, you know, not a wish anything. <laughs> I guess that's a very positive way of looking at it. And sometimes I am too negative. So I want to make things right with make a wish Charlie. All right. I so will. he's, he, he's in a wheelbarrow. Is he here? He's here. I've invited him here today. I don't know how you keep convincing his caretakers to bring him over. His caretakers love me. They well, love you me. just called them scaretakers. His caretakers love me. They're right. big uh, horror goth fans. All so right. I call them scaretakers. So he's here, and uh, well, they're they're bringing him in now in the in the wheelchair. So everybody, please welcome to the podcast. Make a wish, Charlie. Ho ho ho! <laughs> oh. It is I, jolly old Saint Nick. Well, that's very cute, Make a Wish, Charlie. You have the the Santa cap on, and you have a little beard on your face. It's very adorable. I've got a present for you, Scott Narver. You have a present for me? Yes. Oh. Oh wow, I'm 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 flattered. Let what me, what's your present? Let me just reach into my velvet bag. All right. And uh, just I'll pull, pull babe in nice this year and not naughty. Huh. Yeah, everybody wins. Everybody wins. Okay. I've got you a Blu-ray copy of WrestleMania 21. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. You got me a bl- a Blu-ray copy. Wow, this is exciting. I didn't even know they made this in a Blu-ray. It's a first cut. A first cut? Yeah. What does it mean? It means it's a high-res definition transfer that I got off the internet. Wow. And I burned a Blu-ray for you. Well, that's really exciting. This is awesome. I also wow. photoshopped the covers. Yeah? And I wrote the description on the back. See right oh. here on the front? Uh, you'll see okay. that's Wonder mm. Woman. Also uh, got Robin Williams. Yeah. And you've also got... Uh, Brian Cranston from Breaking Bad wearing his trunks, getting ready for a big old match with these look, the Batmobile. These look like creator wrestlers from the WWE 2K14 game. These look like all creator wrestlers, and you just cut out the images and glue them all together. Because WrestleMania 21 is famous for its two main events, which for the WWE title, I'm sure you know this by now. You've watched wrestling for quite some time. John Cena. Yes, versus... A chair! <sighs> JBL. JBL, who was the champion going in, and then John Cena won it on... Oh, and the other match was Batista. Yes! Versus... Yes! A table! No, goddammit! <laughs> no, it was versus it's Triple his. H! He was facing a giant meal, and the table was on the meal, and he had to eat the entire meal that was on the table. And if he ate the whole meal, then he'd eat eat a sandwich. What are you kidding me? No, it was the culmination of the evolution storyline all coming to a head. Where Batista heard Triple H shit talking him. And then, you know, the contract signing gave him a thumbs down and then put him through the table. And then, no, he rose above them and then broke free from evolution. How do you not know that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I... Scott, uh, I I couldn't help but notice you're yelling at a small child uh, in a wheelbarrow. Okay, I, I have a gift... For make a wish, Charlie. Okay, to, to, no, 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 no. You're not. You. What are we talking about? I have a gift for him. A gift. I have a gift. Am I right? Wait. Is it? What? No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not a sandwich. Okay. Look. Okay. Make a wish, Charlie. I. You know that I want you to be knowledgeable in your wrestling history if you're going to be and someday indeed be a wrestler yourself. Yeah. So, I got you. 
not the brawling buddies, but I got you some wrestling buddies that, you know, Steve and I grew up with. So these are these are older wrestlers. Oh, wow. So these are really rare looking. Yes. Yeah, so, I can't. I don't recognize these wrestlers. Well, this one should be pretty iconic. I mean, he's wearing, you know, he's got kind of orange skin and it's yellow hair and oh, yellow tights colored and colored hair. Yoshi Tatsu. No, this is this is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan? Ah, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, 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 not Hulk, not a Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. No, Hulk Hogan. And lo and behold, Scrooge has become generous on this Christmas day. Okay, I'm gonna give you some more here. Okay, here's a guy. You, oh, you're trying to hug the wrestling buddy. Except it keeps uh. Sorry, keeps... my vision blurred. I thought it was you. Oh, look, give me a hug in a minute once I give you all your presents. Okay, that's fair, right? Because uh, I don't want to get a hug too early. So here's another one. Uh, Scott, the I'm character sorry, Scott, Alberto Del Rio is based off of him. Scott, I don't Scott, mean to, the, I mean to the Million Dollar Championship. I don't mean to interrupt. Uh, you're not ready for a hug right now? I'm not ready for a hug right now. I'm giving all, 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 all these right, presents. Just sorry. So character based off of Alberto Del Rio. Or this character was based originally, and then Alberto Del Rio came from it. And JBL as well. So uh, he's got green and a Million Dollar Championship there. And uh, Oh, that's obvious. Oh, oh good, good. That's the Million Dollar Man. Yes. Steve Rogers. <laughs> the Million Dollar Man, Steve Rogers? Yes. Take we, can, we can rebuild him. No. We have the money. That's Steve Austin. What? Steve Rogers is Captain America. No. You've got many things wrong that's bothering my nerd radar. <laughs> Stone Cold Bruce Wayne. No. That's Batman. This is Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. Ah, the one. Hal Jordan. <laughs> God damn it. Look, okay, I'm going to give you just two more, okay? And they're a pair, okay? I'm, I don't they're want any more of your I don't need two more of your gifts. I don't <laughs> want them anymore. No, you're going to take them because no, you need to learn something gifts. about no, wrestling. Look, no, it's a pair right here. It's a tag team. You put them together. Uh, they're, it's, they're super cool. Like, Demolition was kind of based off them. And they've got all these cool spikes on their shoulder yeah. pads and everything. Yeah. And yeah. 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 You know who these guys are yeah. named after animals. Yeah. The killer bees. God damn it. I'm put, I'm p pushing you over in your wheelchair. Oh, all right, Scott. Okay. No, I'll no, just... no. I'm going to shove coal in his mouth. Oh, okay. Piece of shit. All right, Scott. No, okay. this Scott. is not cool. Uh, get him out of here. Get make wish Charlie out of here. <sighs> I don't know why he gets so upset. I don't know either. You look, oh. I think you just compressed your shit into a piece of coal. You look like you laid a little black egg. God, I get so Randy Orton around him. Well, you know what? I think you really can't stand it when people don't know the wrestling trivia. Uh, history. <sighs> it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad for no good reason. I'm sorry, everybody, for getting mad at a crippled child that wants to be a wrestler. And I'm just an asshole. I think, uh, I think Papa Santa can forgive you. <laughs> well, good. Oh, I've had fun. I've had fun, too. Well, good, because we have all kinds of good stuff going on right now on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. We have launched Wrestler Pronunciation Manual. Ooh la la. Yeah, we have many episodes to come. We've had Vince uh, do one by the time you hear this. I think there will be a, uh, a Mark Henry episode, uh, perhaps a Wade Barrett. We got more down the line. We got your favorite characters from this show pronouncing words on screen, and you might go, what is that? If you don't already know pronunciation, man, Google it, Google it and go to youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast. You'll see all the fun right there. And then next week, Steve had a great idea. 
that we do another Get Strict episode, a holiday Get Strict episode of The Mrs. Christmas Bounty. Mm-hmm. And you'll be thrilled because Mrs. Dad stops by. Yeah, it's a whopper of an episode. It is a whopper of an yeah. episode. It's a whopper of a movie. So enjoy that as well because we're going to be taking a break and we hope you enjoy your holiday season, your Hanukkahs, your Christmases, your Kwanzas, and even your New Year's. Your general holiday merriment. Yes, so enjoy all that. And, uh, of course, rate and review the podcast on iTunes. That helped us out a ton. And Facebook, all Twitter, all that good stuff. And uh, enjoy your holiday, everybody. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.